In the first reading, we're wrapping up Paul's letter to the Philippians, and there's a, I think it's just an unfortunate way that, that it's translated. Paul says, I've learned in whatever situation I find myself to be self-sufficient. Um, most other translations, think especially of the, the RSV, the Revised Standard Version translation, which tends to be a little more precise, even if at times it, it, it gets that precision by using words that we don't maybe normally use in, in everyday kind of common English usage now. But when it, Paul says, I've learned to be self-sufficient, most other translations say, I've learned, I've, I've learned to be content. And the, the reason for that, the, the reason that really self-sufficiency is not the right translation here is because as Paul is going through what, what he's sharing with the Philippians, his whole point is, I've learned to, to rely on Christ for everything. I have the strength for everything through him, Christ, who empowers me. So the whole point isn't, look, I, I'm doing fine on my own. Paul's point is that whether I have abundance or, or poverty, whether I'm well-fed or hungry, no matter what the circumstances are, I've learned to be content in that moment because he will provide for my needs. And that, that's the, kind of the, the main, the heart, I think, of what Paul is trying to communicate here. And the lesson that, that Paul is teaching us is, are, are you content not based on your circumstances, whatever they may be, but are you content because you've learned to let the Lord provide for you? That, that's the heart of it. And so because the Lord has taught Paul that lesson, Paul can say to the Philippians, thank you for the gift you sent me, this financial assistance. But he says, I'm not eager for the gift. Don't think that, that the whole reason I'm telling you all of this is because I'm eager for the gift. Because Paul has already told us, whether you provide it or not, I, ultimately I know the Lord's going to provide for me. And that contrasts in the gospel with the Pharisees who were told the Pharisees loved money. And when Jesus told them, you cannot serve God and your earthly treasures, mammon, they sneer at him. So the Pharisees here in the gospel, they've not learned that lesson. They, they are overly attached to their wealth and their love of money. And therefore, they would be, sadly, and this, this is, can be said of anyone, they would be among those who have not yet learned to be content no matter what it is that the circumstances are. They would be discontent if they didn't have enough of the earthly treasure to say, okay, because I've got this much, I'm going to be okay. But if it drops down below this level, I'm not going to be okay. So there's an important lesson here. And in the gospel, Jesus is teaching us that the way that we use earthly treasure is kind of a test for how will we do with real heavenly treasure. And he tells us, that if we're trustworthy in very small matters, earthly wealth, 
then that's a little bit of a test and indication for how trustworthy we will be in great matters, things that pertain to heaven. And if we're not trustworthy with what Jesus calls dishonest wealth, earthly treasure, how will we, will we be trustworthy with heavenly treasure, with true wealth? And so, but the, the, the key to passing that test is, Lord, teach me to be content, not based on my circumstances, but, but based on my, my trust that through your Son, you will provide for my needs. Help me to be content no matter what I'm going through, because my contentment is ultimately rooted in, in Christ, who, who will provide no matter what the circumstances are. Let's ask the Lord to, to give us that, that gift and, and anywhere that, that we uh, have a, a love for earthly things that is impeding our love for the real treasures of heaven, that he would purify our, our hearts and, and reset them and, and get them back where they need to be.